Welcome to Because You Need to Know, recorded live at the Cohen Multimedia Studio at Chautauqua Institution. I'm Edwin K. Morse, President and Founder of Pioneer Knowledge Services. This series is your digital resource of valuable conversations with nonprofit and knowledge management enthusiasts from across industries and from around the globe. Today's guest has come back to the microphone to share a specific notch of his experience in knowledge management. Please welcome Mr. Corey Lee Cannon. He is a certified knowledge manager and is currently working as a knowledge management specialist for the U.S. Army Futures Command. Academically, are, are there a lot of opportunities for knowledge management? There are there are some. You really got to look, though, for where those places are at, especially when you get above the you know certificate level, yeah. um, because there are a lot of certificates out there for KM. But to actually have, you know, like a bachelor's in knowledge management, master's in knowledge management, or even for heaven's sakes, a PhD in knowledge management, those are very few and very hard to find. And in fact, my journey um, has taken me literally around the world to find academic programs that specify in knowledge management. What did you find? And we'll get to the other ones as far as like, it would be great if we could start seeing associates, bachelors, you know, things like that to start these building blocks to get us to a uh, PhD level. But, and I, I know there's a few in the PhD world. Where did you find them? What, how did you find them? So a lot of internet searching um, and also some networking too. I've um, reached out. um, There was a certificate program um, from the World Bank that was doing knowledge management for organizations. Their main focus was on like third world nations and uh, developing nations on trying to get them to what is knowledge management, how to preserve knowledge and how to transfer knowledge in those type of communities. So, you know, not first world issues. Thank goodness. But uh, I found a program that was um, doing a certificate program and it happened to be in Bangkok University that they were hosting this at. So I met um, Bruno Laporte, uh, who is, used to be the director over at the World Bank, and now he, he runs his own company now. But um, that's where I got in touch, touch with Bangkok University, where they actually have a Ph.D., in knowledge and innovation management. Hmm. So that was my kind of my first interaction with a PhD level knowledge management. Oh, this was all online, I take it. I think about 90, 90 some odd percent of it's online. There's a few times I have to report in for the, you know, for the dissertation piece and the introductions and everything else. But there's a few times that you do have to go back. But the program is a very sound program and very research oriented. So what, what do you think you're going to benefit from this? One, personally, as a knowledge management guy, and two, professionally. Professionally, it put me up with, you know, above some of my peers who maybe just have a certificate or a master's degree in knowledge management. This gets to more the theoretical level of what knowledge management should be um, in that utopian society, so to speak. Right. But, um, but also on top of that, you know, brings out some of that subject matter expertise that I'm able to drive from, you know, not only the military side, which I spent many years, you know, harnessing and developing that culture for knowledge management, but also reaching out to the academia world and also to the industry on how they view knowledge management. So trying to be 
again, like my last presentation um, on your show, that you know, being able to look at things through multiple lenses, being able to have that uh, type of worldview on terms well, of knowledge what, management. What's your pinpoint interest in research? What would you be researching? On how knowledge management can help influence uh, decision-making within an organization. Hmm. So being able to, not really into the decision science piece of it, but more of how knowledge management can be that building block towards uh, either decision science or data to decision uh, type of environments. The the bridge itself, right? The the conduit that gets you to a decision point. Exactly. It's it's not you know the data. It's not really the decision. It's how those two meet up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's very interesting. The school that you uh, attended. How how long was the program? And and tell me about your experience. So the program is at minimum three years. I've done my part um, virtual for most of it. I dial in. We have a polycon chat and videos during that time. Uh, but meet up with my classmates. I actually flew to Bangkok a couple of times uh, to meet up with the classmates. I actually sat down in class with them and everything. Great cohort, great teachers. They bring in people from all over the world uh, to teach. They brought in folks from the U.S. They brought in folks from Hong Kong. They brought in folks from uh, Great Britain, all to Bangkok to teach. Well, explain to me the kind of your peer group. What other kind of students are you beside in this organ? You know, in this cohort. Um, a lot of ties, um, of course. Um, but um, there are one of my other cohorts who does it also um, from a distance. Uh, he's from Germany, and his brother, his twin brother, actually um, is in a cohort above us. Brother went. Now he's going through. Uh, doing knowledge management, and they both work for a uh, financial investment firm there mm. in, uh, in Germany. So, so what other kind of industries do you see in these peers? Um, everything from art, um, art galleries, uh, which really surprised me. A yeah. um, couple of law firms, one tech company there in Thailand, and then uh, one from the government of Thailand mm. as well is taken to course. So, very cool. How would you recommend, what would you recommend to somebody that is, uh, got this KM bug, uh, so to speak, and, uh, <laughs> got the itch and, and wants to pursue an academic, you know, standard, uh, education, any, any recommendations that you would make to somebody just starting out this, not quite so much for the PhD, but just in general, I, I would actually say, start off with, with your certificate, get that knocked out first. Uh, that at least gives you the foundation or the building block for knowledge management. Yeah. Um, then I would look at universities like Kent State, some other programs that have either an e-certificate or, excuse me, an e-master's program or an online program or even a resident program for knowledge management. Um, I know I used to teach at Kent State in one of their KM courses there. Also, the uh, University of Maryland Global Campus is starting up a KM program as well that um, – they're developing as we speak. Um, and then I believe uh, that Old Dominion and a few others still have their master's programs out there. Going back to where you got started, uh, you talked about the World Bank. So are there other things other than the classical academic institutions like the World Bank, which is a heavy hitter in this? You know, the World Bank is about is one of the ones outside organizations that's actually putting on a class like that. Mm. Um, I mean, you got KMI. Uh, knowledge Management Institute that does their training, which they go around the world now um, to perform that training, which very good course. I've taken their course. 
I think KM Pro is now defunct, I believe. I've not heard anything from th- those guys in a while. And then there was a few others, very, very small class sizes, if I remember correctly, in terms of their uh, certificate programs. Mm-hmm. This question is about the research. So in your pursuit in this PhD, which I you you still are in pursuit of, correct? I am in still pursuit of, yes. Okay. I've just taken a small break and still adjusted to Austin and everything. Right. You had a major <laughs> life change. If it's heavy, you said that school's heavy to research. So I'm just interested. How much research have you found that is relevant to what you want to explore in the realm of KM? How much is out there? Is there a lot going on? There is actually quite a bit um, is on how you view the subject matter, though, too, because that's one of the things they teach you in, in this program is that the article may not say KM directly, but there's KM ties to the article. So there is a lot of research out there mm-hmm. about, you know, how to identify observed lessons, how to record uh, lessons identified within an organization, how to transfer data or information from one person to another. So it's not KM by name, right. but by function. I just read something recently that was referring to a difficult term at the time. This was uh, from a business school that had uh, mentioned uh, instead of trying to define the word, they just gave examples. We can split hairs all day what the term means or can mean, but if you give concrete examples of what it is, oh, okay. So in that vein, what would you give as concrete examples of knowledge management let's see here concrete examples of knowledge management i would say being able to find those missing gaps or finding those gaps in thought or getting from point a to point b so if i have a decision that needs to be made over here and i have this information that i need to have at the decision maker how am i going to get you know this information to this decision maker what venue what format, what time frame, and you know, does that all come into? Um, into? And not only for decision makers. I mean, you got to look at that for your entire staff sure, as well. Right. You got to look at you know, hey, as a staff, you know, I got to be working on X project, and I only have X amount of time to do this type of project because something else is coming down the pike. What you're saying so, is, is that it's all about connection, right? It's it's the it expediency is. of the connection, the how fast you can get it. And the quality, um, the integrity and quality and all those things about what the data is to begin with. Right. It's it's just connection. It's the speed of connection. You're exactly right. Okay. Well, I like that because that's, that's definitely a heavy lifting piece for, I would say, about any organization. Because, you know, when you identified the gap, right, you already knew the information was over here. But if you don't know the information's over there, you don't know, like the old saying, you don't know what you don't know at that point. Exactly. So, and then your decision maker does not have the, the fidelity of the information that they need to make a sound decision because that information you have may influence their output. Right. So it's connection and content. Uh, well, exactly. Well, it's so we've got we, we got connection and location, right? Or not location, findability. I guess findability is the, the term I would, what you're saying is, right? To know where it is and get to it. Yeah, I mean, findability would be an appropriate term on this. I'd be able to know where to find the information at. Mm-hmm. What's what's the hardest, in your experience, what's the hardest out of those, what we've just been talking about? What's the hardest for an organization to do? Break their 
traditional, hey, I'm going to keep things on my shared drive or on my desktop <laughs> information until the last minute. Yeah. Oh, wait, I missed a deadline. <laughs> where, where I, I could have had this information in front of the boss, you know, two or three weeks ahead of time for him to, you know, develop and mature yeah. the, the information rather than, oh, yeah, right. I, I had this little piece of information. You, you probably needed this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, yeah thanks. <laughs> so the, the challenge is using the enterprise like an enterprise. Exactly. Well, thank you very much for your time today. It's been exciting to talk about where academics uh, is kind of going in the work of knowledge management, professionalism, professionalizing knowledge management. What's your plan for the future, future guy? Yeah. So my plan is to definitely finish my program um, over at Bangkok University, get my PhD, and then um, we'll see where life takes me, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm always open to new, uh, new and fun adventures. So, <laughs> well, we'll probably see you around the fire about that because, uh, KM guy, you know, KM connects usually stay connected. So it'll be fun to see where you end up. Well, yes. Uh, that's one of the great thing about this community is that we're all connected. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, sir. And have a great day. All right. Hey, thank you very much. Ed. Recorded live at the Cohen Multimedia Studio at Chautauqua Institution, Because You Need to Know is designed to bring people's experience and their knowledge forward to be shared. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I thank you for joining in to listen to another conversation brought to you as a public service of Pioneer Knowledge Services, a nonprofit tax-exempt organization with a charitable knowledge management purpose. Find us online at pioneer-ks.org and add your voice to the conversation on Facebook. <laughs>